Hi everyone. Welcome to the debut episode of In the Moment with Mumbi. Oh my god. I am excited. I am thrilled. <laughs> I am overjoyed that this is no longer a dream. Neither is it a plan that I had written somewhere. But this is now my reality. I am a podcast host. Woo! I am so happy. <laughs> um so thank you. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you for helping this dream come true because you're listening on the other end of this. And um thank you for you know setting time aside to listen and uh, to be part of this growing community. Um I can promise you that great things await. Great things um are in store for every one of us. I included you included. So welcome to this podcast and welcome to this episode. As you must have seen from the podcast title, I'll be sharing with you 24 things I have learned in 24 years. Now, if you follow me on social media, which you should be doing by the way, and if you don't, don't worry. Don't worry. I got you. <laughs> so, I'll have um links to my Instagram, TikTok and Twitter. LinkedIn in the description box description box and um so yeah if you follow me on social media then you must have seen that I recently celebrated my birthday I turned 25 um I feel great about it I thank God uh, for his mercy and his goodness so I figured um in the spirit of celebrating my birthday why not have my first episode in this podcast as a um, learning episode where I get to you know share with you lessons I have learned along the way and um yeah this is just the back story of um this episode so without taking much time um let's get right into it so lesson number 1 that I have learned in 24 years is to is that it is okay to reinvent yourself as many times as needed so something about culture and society and um life in general is people often make us feel weird for evolving for wanting to grow for wanting to be better for wanting to reinvent ourselves while in real sense what is actually weird is thinking that the same the person you were 10 years ago is the person you should be now right uh the way human beings are wired and created we are created in a way that we crave and desire to learn continuously we are created in a way where we crave and desire to grow and to evolve Therefore it is fine to drop habits and patterns and behaviors and people that no longer serve you and no longer serve where you're going in life and people that no longer are aligned to who you are and who you're trying to be so if there's anything you're going to pick from this episode also it's the first lesson please 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 remember that it is okay to reinvent yourself as many times as possible you can choose to be a different person than you were 1 month ago it's okay if the girl you were 6 months ago 
is nothing close to the person you are today. There's nothing wrong with that. Life has so much capacity and holds so much space for us to evolve and to aspire to get better, to be better versions of ourselves. Even God says to us that, you know what? You are a new creation. The old is gone and the new has come. So there's always room for growth. It's okay to reinvent yourself as many times as possible. Grow, 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 grow. Okay? Great. So on to the next point. Um, the second lesson I have learned is to let go of control and to learn how to surrender to God's will and plan for my life. Now, lesson two has a 2A, which is what I have just shared. And 2B is to let God be the center of it all and to put God first. So guys, I won't even lie. This, this second lesson has been a huge one for me this year. Naturally, I am someone, my friends will even tell you that I am someone who's very independent. Probably it's because I'm a firstborn. <laughs> Or probably it's because of the things I've had to go through in life, which have made me um, depend less on people and be more self-reliant, right? So that's, that's not a bad thing. But then it becomes a weakness when you also play God in your life and you leave no space for God in your life. So... This has been a huge one for me. I am currently still going through this lesson um, whereby I'm learning how to surrender to God's will. I'm learning how to be submitted to God's will. I'm learning how to allow God to take the center stage. You know that song, For Jesus Take the Will? It's a song or a... Yeah, it's a song. And some people use it as a quote also. Literally, that is my life at the moment. I'm the passenger princess in my life and I've let God and Jesus and the Holy Spirit to take the wheel. <laughs> and so I'm just chilling, guys. And it's hard for me. It's hard for someone who, you know, loves being in control, someone who trusts themselves and not others. But then I cannot trust myself because I did not create myself. Therefore, I have to trust the one who knows me, the one who knows my yesterday, the one who knows my today and the one who knows my future um the one who knew me before I even existed and so it has been a journey it has been difficult and there's this quote that i love uh, by the late dr miles monroe and in this someone um he shares something and i picked it up and he says um when purpose is not known abuse is inevitable in simple terms, this means that for you to understand a creation in this context, for you to understand yourself, you need to understand the mind of the maker. Who is your maker? Who is my maker? God is our maker. And so for you to understand who you are, for you to understand your identity, for you to understand where you're going, for you to understand where you need to be, you need to understand the mind of God. And that calls for relationship and intimacy with Christ. And so it has been such a journey um, because for you to get to a place where you are fully submitted to God, you need to have created a space for you to um, 
create relationship with God. And it's in that creation of relationship where God, you know, now continue, starts revealing your identity in him. So it has been such a journey of surrender and letting go and just, you know, living in peace and chilling and letting God do the thing, right? Um, and yeah, it's a very big lesson, this one. But I know I will soon master it. <laughs> I will soon master it. And lesson three is um, you need your family. Let them in. So in the pursuit of individuality, we can often push our family away or distance ourselves. But growing up is learning that you need them and that they need you while they are still here and while you are also still here. So this was also a big lesson for me. I think all the lessons I'm, I'm going to share are big, big, big lessons for me. And, you know, after testing freedom for the first time um, and being in the world by myself, I sort of pushed my family away. And um, now that I have grown up, I have come to a place where I know that I need my family and they need me. And honestly, I don't want to do life alone anymore. I love my family. I love how they care for me. I love how they always create room for me. So that's a big lesson for me. Um, and um, I'm grateful that I have learned it. I'm grateful that I have embraced it. And I'm grateful for family. And yeah, family is so special. I love family. I love family. I love my family so much. <laughs> and I'm grateful for them. So on to the next point. Lesson number four is, who? and this is a big one, not everyone is your friend. Now, now, this lesson Hmm. I am still learning it, but I am grateful because I'm learning. <laughs> so what I have learned is to reserve that title for people who truly deserve it. Most people we come across are temporary, but we make a mistake when we give them um, a permanent place in our lives. So I'm learning to reserve that title of friend for people who share our common values, beliefs and goals with me. Oftentimes, this will mostly be a handful of people that you can truly call your friends. However, it's important to realize that quality will always beat quantity. Is it important for you to have 50 friends whom, who bring nothing to your life or to have five or two friends or three friends who add value to your life? So you have to weigh what's important to you. And many a times we just like calling people our friends, our friends, our friends, even colleagues, we call them our friends. People we just met, we call them our friends. Um, it's important to learn how and where to place people in your life so that their roles in your life and also your role in their lives can be clearly pointed out. And um, there's something my dad um, shared with me a couple of years ago, um, not just me, but it was uh, the teens uh, with the teens church. And hi, dad, I know he's listening. <laughs> so he preached to us and told us that there are three categories of friends in life. Friends for a reason, friends for a season, and friends for, friends for 
um, a lifetime. And so with everyone you come across, it's important for you to place them in the various categories as they appear, right? And not just have them mixed, mixed and matched everywhere without, you know, a proper direction. So not everyone is your friend. And once you accept and understand that also you, you won't be a friend to everyone, imagine life gets easy. Life gets easy. Um, you're not you don't feel entitled or you don't feel you don't feel entitled um, to people's time also you, you don't feel like um, you know you must show up for everyone and everything they call you they call you to attend you know you just know ah yeah we're cool with this person but they're not really my friend like that so it relieves you of many things so not everyone is your friend Okay, um, the fifth lesson I have learned is important people come and go and that's okay. It's not a bad thing, it's a life thing. Embrace it. Hey, this one, I think it needs a podcast of its own because especially for me, right? I'm the type of person who who holds on to people <laughs> and hardly wants to let go. Um, but I have learned that people come and go and that's okay. That's just, that's just the cycle of life and I'm learning to go with it, to go with the flow of life. When people come, I accept them. I embrace them. And when it's their time to live my life or when it's my time to live theirs, I also accept it and embrace it because every end is a beginning. We just don't know it at the time. So it hurts. <laughs> it's painful, but it is life. It's not a bad thing. It's a life thing. So let people come and go, you know, depending on whether they've served their time in your life or you've served theirs, it is fine. It is fine. Lesson six uh, that I have learned is to be attentive of the season I am in. Now, I have realized that failure to this, um, you end up being in the same situations, um, meeting the same people in different bodies, and dealing with similar pain, it becomes a pattern. It's like you're in a repetitive, never-ending cycle. It's like even when you leave these people and meet others, you're like, I and why is this, you know, familiar to what I just experienced or what I left behind? And that happens when you fail to be attentive of the season you're in. So it's important to catch the lessons that God and life are trying to teach you. Learn from them and learn from them, evolve from them and move on to the next season. Because if you don't do that, you delay the season that you're meant to be in. And now I, I, I can't think of anything worse than being in my 30s and living experiences that I should have lived while I was 22, right? It's my dream and my hope and prayer that when I'm 30, I'll be living in the life that I should be living at 30 and not dealing with things I should have dealt with in my early 20s. For instance, if the season I'm in is trying to teach me how to be a good friend, how to be a good daughter, how to be, how not to be a jealous friend, how to be a supportive friend, how to gossip less, how to be a praying friend, how to be emotionally intelligent. And I refuse, refuse to catch the season I'm in and I walk in ignorance. Um, then I will be in my 30s 
and I still have a jealousy problem, right? I'm, I'm jealous of everyone. I'm jealous of my friends. I can't support my friends. And that's because I failed to deal with that season, with those habits in my 20s, right? So it's important for you when you see there's a pattern in your life that life is trying to teach you something that the people who are coming in and out of your life, they have something similar. Instead of you shutting your eyes, pray for wisdom, ask God, let me see the season that I'm in so I can learn from this season and move on to the next season. So this has also been a huge one for me. And it's helped me to stop going through same pain and similar pain because I have chosen to grow and to learn and unlearn the things I need to unlearn in every season as I move on to the next one. So I hope this helps you too. Okay, great. So lesson number seven that I have learned in 24 years is that, where and this one, <laughs> this one I even have a PhD for it, if not a doctorate. This lesson is being a good person does not qualify good treatment from others. A moment of silence for this lesson because it is a heavy one. So I have learned that just because I'm a good person does not mean everyone I encounter will be good to me. Actually, what I have experienced is just, I don't call them bad people, but the experiences have just been terrible, 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 terrible. And um, I have learned that people will hurt you regardless of how good you are. However, remain good anyway. There's a reason why God made you as you are. Keep it that way. Do not change. Continue being a blessing to the people God brings to your life. Serve them wholeheartedly because God is watching and your reward awaits you now. This also comes to the point of important people coming and going and being attentive of the season because when you realize that this person was special but their season has come to an end in my life and mine has come to an end in theirs and now that, you know, relationship or friendship is beginning to hurt you, then you realize that um, you don't expect anything from this person really because you have been good to them does not mean that they will be good to you and this is when you let them go <laughs> you let them go and you just remain a good person either way so I think for me the hardest thing has been but also it's been hard but very effortless too and that's being good you know despite the hard times and heartbreaking times I have faced and I can only thank God honestly because if it were up to me here situations and people could have changed me a lot because it has been painful but through the mercies and the grace of God I've been able to remain as I am and I believe I keep being a blessing to the people in my life as they are a blessing to mine and so just tend zako. be a good person, have little to no expectations, <laughs> let God reward you because he's the one who sees it all and um, he's the one who can only, you know, reward you as you deserve. The world cannot. Lesson eight, oh my God, are we moving fast or slow? So 
the eighth lesson here i'll move fast now to this one is take care of your body now i don't know if this is an age thing i don't know if i'm growing old but um the older i'm getting the more i want to eat well the more i want to move my body the more i, I am reducing my sugar intake if you know me i don't take juice and soda um, the more I'm, I drink water, I also have this uh, thing in the morning where I take, um, I do a concussion of lemon with ginger and salt and hot water. It's really good for the gut. You see, this is this is my life. <laughs> and the more I'm eating my fruits and veggies and, you know, it comes down to this smallest things like brushing your teeth wearing sunscreen showering just take care of your body take care of your body look good smell nice feel healthy and when you do this it naturally helps you to to do lesson number nine which is taking care of your emotional and mental health <laughs> almost said wealth but you know health is wealth either way so by you taking care of your body then you find that your emotional and mental health is also taken care of simple acts like moving your body and eating well affects and influences your mental and emotional health so other ways you can also take care of your emo emotional and mental health is by being um being around people that love you and that you love uh, taking care of your space, you know, clean up after yourself, declutter, journal, meditate, go to therapy, listen to podcasts, um, be yourself, be true to yourself, um, do things that you love, uh, make your inner child happy, whatever that looks like, and speak kindly to yourself. So in all ways, take care of your body, take care of your emotional, emotional and mental health. The best investment you could ever make is to yourself right so take care of you take care of you there's only one you so take care of yourself and um lesson 10 wow this one was a heavy one for me and that is stop oversharing and to learn how to keep things to yourself now this comes with a boundaries issue which is lesson number 11 but i won't uh, go ahead of myself so with Oversharing, I have learned how to stop oversharing on social media, stop oversharing with my colleagues and family and friends and people around me and just know how to share information across the various people in my life and know this one deserves this kind of, this level of transparency. This one, not too much, you're not that close. And this has really, really helped me um, with just being more private, which is a good thing. Um, and I'm glad that I have learned this lesson. I had a serious problem with oversharing, but we thank God. And so, which leads us to lesson number 11, which is boundaries, boundaries, boundaries. Um, lack of boundaries leads to oversharing. Um, but when you have your boundaries in check, then you know whom to bring close, whom to not call a friend, how to say no, what works for me, what doesn't work for me, what kind of friendships do I want, what kind of friendships don't I want, how do I appreciate being talked to, how do I, I how do I appreciate being treated, you know, and um, I, I don't know if I learned how to create boundaries early or late, <laughs> But I'm glad that I have learned and I am learning how to create boundaries. It is quite uncomfortable, especially if 
you're not used to it but it gets easier and it gets better and i'm learning that people who do not appreciate your boundaries and who get offended when you create boundaries are really not your people your people will be happy um to preserve that relationship when you share that something offends you and that um there's a way certain way you'd like the relationship to look like and um those are your people people who respect and accommodate your boundaries are your people and so create boundaries today create boundaries with your neighbor create boundaries with your colleagues create boundaries with your parents your siblings with your friends boundaries are good boundaries help relationships grow and advance and protect and preserve relationships lack of boundaries it is what hurts relationships is what hurts feelings but when we create and establish boundaries there's a future there's often a future for the relationships and friendships that we have so have you created a boundary today if you've not create one after this podcast thank you <laughs> thank you for coming to my ted talk and uh Lesson 12 is to stop people pleasing. Now, if you if you if you pay attention, you see that there's a certain pattern here. Um and so people pleasing was also a big problem for me. Uh mostly because of my background, my upbringing, you know. Um I grew up in the public eye and so I had to be a golden child, a perfect child and that comes with you know going out of your way to make others happy and not to disappoint other people and i really really struggled especially growing up to not knowing when to stop people pleasing and when to be my true self and i often felt like if i don't people please then i won't be liked because i thought being liked means that i have to do things that make people happy even if i don't agree with them and so growing up i have learned that it's okay if I don't do things that please other people but please me and please God and um the only validation and approval I need is that of Jesus Christ hallelujah <laughs> Yeah so um something I wrote here is you will not always you will not be appealing to everyone and that's okay find your tribe and bloom so if someone is not okay with you creating boundaries and you you know um you know having uh, boundaries on what to share and not to share and they take offense with that that's fine you don't have to you know appeal to them it's okay it's okay imagine just find your tribe and bloom okay the 13th lesson oh my god um i have learned is to you don't stop learning life is a school learning never stops you can learn from everyone so stay open minded to learning and unlearning you can learn from the mamamboga you can learn from your caretaker you can learn from not just your bosses or people who are older than you but you can also learn from your peers you can also learn from your siblings you can learn from anybody and everybody so always create room and space to learn and to unlearn life is a school learning never stops lesson 14 be kind it costs you nothing now this is straightforward be a kind person it doesn't hurt being kind if you have nothing good to say don't say it um and if you have something good to say say it 
you could change a life in a moment. So be kind. It costs nothing. Lesson 15, guard your heart now. Now, this has been a big one for me this year um, and it comes from Proverbs 4.23. So what I'm learning is to just preserve my heart, uh, which is linked to, it was lesson seven, right? When I said uh, being a good person does not uh, qualify being, uh, you know, good treatment from others. And, you know, when you go through situations like that, you would easily be tempted to make your heart hard. Um, but I have learned that this is beauty in guarding my heart because out of it flows life and everything that concerns my life. And um, so it's important for me to keep my life, my heart pure because by keeping my heart pure, my life will also be pure and, you know, it will also go well. So... Guard your heart today. Guard your heart today. Preserve your heart uh, despite the heartbreaks, despite the betrayal, despite the pain. Guard your heart. And maybe if I could quickly read um, from Psalm, uh, from Proverbs 4.24. So I just, um, no, Proverbs, I'm sorry, I mean, <laughs> for multitasking. Oh, my God. Um, but it is Proverbs for 23 if i'm not wrong right it says guard your heart above all else for it determines the course of your life so in everything you're doing in every every, every person you're being with in every place you're going please remember to guard your heart your life the course of your life is determined by how guard how guarded and how secure your heart is so protect your heart protect your heart even god is after your heart and if your heart is not in the right place it also becomes hard for god to reach out to your heart so preserve your heart protect your heart it is a special thing and you are special so guard it guard it guard it guard it okay great uh lesson 16 is <laughs> uh you are flawed in this context i am flawed <laughs> and because i am flawed there there are times where i will be the villain in someone else's story there are times where i will hurt others and that's because i am not perfect and um in that in that case um I know I will make mistakes. I know I am prone to hurting people around me. And I know I'm capable of causing others pain because I am flawed and because, you know, I have my own limitations. But, but that is not an excuse because once I realize that I have done something hurtful to someone, it's upon me to take responsibility and accountability, ask for forgiveness and make things right and in the process also of asking for forgiveness it is important for me and for you my dear listener to also forgive yourself right when you realize you you were the villain in someone else's story because many a times we always think that we are the ones that are always being hurt but in in true sense in real life we also hurt others we are also capable of causing others pain so when this happens it's okay 
it's okay. You have your own limitations. You have your own shortcomings. You have your own weaknesses. That is why there's room for you to grow and evolve and be a better version of yourself. So when you realize you hurt someone, take accountability, ask for forgiveness, you know, to this person, whether they forgive you or not, you know, do your part and also forgive yourself and aspire to grow from that event, that encounter, from that experience. <laughs> wow, guys, I am so deep. <laughs> I'm such a deep person. <laughs> but I hope you're finding this uh, this lesson helpful. So lesson 17, oh my God, this is a big one and this is a is an episode on its own and that is it is a privilege to wait on god when god has you in the waiting season it is a blessing take joy in it things because things are about to get better a miracle awaits on the other side so waiting can be hard waiting is difficult waiting is painful waiting is lonely but waiting is a blessing. It is a privilege to wait on God. When God has you in the waiting season, it means that there's something better awaiting you. There's no one I have seen, even in the Bible, who was ever in the season of waiting that God did not come through for them in a great way. So take great joy when you find yourself in the season of waiting. Be persistent in prayer and be hopeful um, that something great is about to happen to you so i'm saying this because i've also been in a season of waiting and i'm grateful to god because of everything that he's doing for me even if i can't see it i know it's about to be beautiful and i know this because he says that he causes all things to work together for my good for your good so have faith in him and um, be faithful and wait well wait well don't just wait but wait well Lesson 18, we are almost done. <laughs> uh, the 18th lesson I have learned is it's okay. Be okay with being alone. Learn to enjoy your company. Learn to enjoy being by yourself. Learn you, love you. It all starts with you. Make you happy first. Love yourself first. It will help you with codependency issues. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And when people leave your life, it might hurt, but you will be okay because you can be by yourself. Um, there's nothing as difficult as not having a sense of yourself or a sense of belonging when people live your life. Um, it's painful for you to lose your identity just because someone is no longer in your life, be it a friendship or a partner. So the best thing you can do for yourself is to learn how to be your own friend, be your best friend before making a friend, before looking for a partner. Have you tried being someone you love? Have you tried being your friend? Have you tried learning what you love? Because it's by learning yourself and learning who you are that you are able to even have quality friends because you'll know this works for me so I'm looking for a friendship that looks like this or this doesn't work for me so I can't be in such situation so learn you everything that you do for yourself is an investment everything that you do for you always comes back in full measure so Take time to date yourself. Take time to take yourself to the movies, to, you know, take yourself out on a picnic. And I should do that for myself. Ugh, 
<laughs> you know, take time to be your own friend. It will pay off. Lesson 19. And uh, this is also a heavy one. Um, and that is learn your triggers, learn your traumas. You cannot always play or be the victim. Learn why you allow yourself to be in these situations that hurt you and get yourself out of them. No one is coming to save you. You need to do the work, okay, apart from Jesus. But you see, even with Jesus, you have to help him, okay? So you have to do the work, heal your past heal your past traumas and don't allow them to define you you see there's nothing that makes me more sad than hearing people say that's just who i am that's just who i am no that's who you have allowed yourself to be there's always room for you to grow beyond your pain don't allow your pain to define you allow it to push you to accelerate you to the person you meant to be and not just get stuck in that cycle and or that moment and be the victim always playing victim and saying oh she, oh, she, sasamimi. people always take advantage of me because i'm a good person now i had a similar thing that i always used to say until i got to the point where i called myself out and said funnies why is it that these people always come to your life and take advantage of you First of all, it's because you allow them to. So you need to learn your triggers. You need to learn your traumas and you need to get yourself out of them. You need to be self-aware and um, yeah, do better for yourself. Do better. If you're listening to this and you always play the victim card, it's time for you to stop. You need to take accountability and you need to get yourself out of these situations that are not helping your life. And you need to place yourself in situations that can help you grow. It's about time that you stop allowing your pain to define you. Can you be defined by something different, please? Okay? Okay? Great. Lesson 20. Master your emotions. Be emotionally intelligent. Be less reactive and more responsive. Always stay calm. Silence is golden. Now, something that I always, you know, take pride in when people compliment me is that, oh, Fanny's, you're so calm. Oh, Fanny's, you, you're not reactive. Oh, Fanny's, you know how to be emotionally intelligent. I love it. And this is because I have worked hard to be here. I've not always been like this, you know. I have worked hard to have emotional intelligence. I have worked hard to learn when it's okay for me to react to issues and when it's okay for me to let things be and come back at another time when my emotions are not very high and when I'm level-minded. So can you master your emotions? Don't be a slave to your emotions. Be a master to them. It's a secret that will take you far in life. So master your emotions. The 21st lesson uh -huh, that I have also learned and I'm learning is when people show you who they are, believe them. Don't stay fixing people or changing people. Um, you're not Jesus. Okay, so stop allowing yourself to be abused. Uh, people will always show you and tell you who they are. Believe them. Listen, observe, and let them be. Stop trying to fix people. Stop it. Stop it. It is bad manners. It is bad behavior. You need to stop it. And I also really struggled with this, but I'm grateful that I'm over it and past it and I know better. And now that I know better, I do better. So 
fixing people believe to jesus that is not part of our jd that is not why we came here on earth leave it to the one who does it best okay great lesson 22 the kind of love you long for exists and you will find it be patient work on yourself respect yourself do not be desperate and if you have forgive yourself and know that this kind of love will find you you don't have to settle for nothing that is not the ideal um love <laughs> i don't know how else to call it that you desire it is available for you maybe it's not here yet but doesn't mean it won't find you and so you don't have to disrespect yourself you don't have to be a side chick you don't have to be other things that demean who you really are just to feel that you're in a relationship or with somebody no know your value know your worth and act like it be it and uh, forgive yourself if you have treated yourself any less it's okay we've all been there before it's fine it's not a death sentence and now that you know better do better and know that that kind of love will find you lesson 23 do it scared the things we are often scared of beginning and doing are often tied to our biggest blessings don't allow fear to hold you down it's okay to fail because when you fail you learn you grow from that situation and i'm sharing this because even with this podcast i was so scared for years of beginning but still even now i'm doing it scared and i'm grateful that i'm starting <laughs> and i have started and so uh once you start things and do things scared you learn from them something that you didn't know but it's also um but it could also unlock your biggest breakthrough do it afraid anyway so this is something else i want you to leave this podcast having learned which is do it afraid anyway it does not mean that you won't be scared but do it afraid anyway. Hi, Duru. Sindio. <laughs> Great. Lesson 24. Finally, finally, finally. And that is every day unlocks a new opportunity for you in life. You get to choose how you want your life to look like. I hope you choose good things for yourself. I hope you choose healthy and mindful patterns for yourself. I hope you choose the right people for yourself. And I hope you choose you. Every day when you wake up, it's an opportunity for you to be better, for you to be a better version of yourself, for you to pick better habits for yourself, for you to eat healthy, for you to work out, for you to move your body, for you to take care of your mental and emotional health. Every day unlocks a new opportunity for you to choose better. I hope you choose you. I hope you choose something that edifies you and I hope you choose something that allows you to grow and be a better version of yourself. And so those are my 24 lessons, but because I'm feeling generous enough, <laughs> very generous, I'm going to share a bonus lesson. And that is, I am learning that peace does not mean to be in a place where there is no noise um, or where there is no chaos or trouble or hard work. Peace is being in the midst of all these things and still being calm in my heart. Peace is the state of my heart despite everything that's going on around me or in me. Um, so I hope you find peace. Peace that this world cannot give. Peace that surpasses human understanding. Peace that only God can give. Only He gives and only He has given for you. 
and true peace can only be achieved through God being in your life. So thank you so much for staying to the end of this podcast. Um, I'm so happy to have shared 24 lessons plus a bonus of the things I am learning in life. And um, I hope you enjoyed <laughs> this episode and not only enjoyed but learned a couple of things that you can also you know apply in your life um please share with me let me know um the lesson or lessons that stood out the most for you let's engage on social media and uh, i look forward to episode two and i'm very happy um that you're here <laughs> once again um thank you so much and um yeah that was episode one of in the moment with Mombi. welcome and uh, see you next time bye